Once upon a time, there was a little boy called Howard who loved writing stories. Little Howard dreamed of being a writer And so he sat down to every nighter But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah wubba dubba do wubba dubba do Worst writer in the world 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 He's a stupid Rubbish writer. Hello and welcome to the worst writer in the world. Hey! So I am looking at one of your school books. This is English mm-hmm. 1C. Ooh. So that makes you 11. So uh, it's called Future World. I tell you what, this is confusing. Like there's a speech mark at the beginning, right? To sh- like it begins with, with dialogue. Yeah. But then that doesn't ever seem to end. <laughs> or when it does, it like... Like, there's a paragraph, and then there's the closing speech mark, and then there's, like, five dots, and then there's another speech mark. So, like, it's, I think it's just... And then there's a, a sentence with a, with speech marks at the end, and then yeah. a full stop, and then a new speech mark after it. Yeah. So it's like there's no... There's nothing not in speech marks. So does that just mean it's in first person, and you hadn't quite... Like, you were too young to know that you didn't need, like, speech marks when you're writing in first person? I, want, I, I guess that's what's going on, right? Because yeah. otherwise it's very confusing. All right, well, I'm going to assume, since it's in first person, I'm going to assume that it's Howard uh, is the narrator. Yeah. And I'm going to do it in uh, Howard's voice mm-hmm. to try and get the real, uh, the, you know, the real, the full experience of Future World by young Howard. Mm-hmm. It was one of those days when people <laughs> kept having accidents. Hey, <laughs> right, one of those days. That's the first line. One of those one days. One of those days, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, something that, a regular thing in the future, maybe. In order for me yeah, to say maybe. it's one of those days, typical future day. You know, maybe, the you know, the future mm. is, like, more advanced. Maybe they basically went, you know, there's a lot of accidents and they're very disruptive. Mm. What if we have one day a month yeah. and we just get all the accidents done on that day and then the other, the rest of the month we don't have any accidents? Yes. And then, you know, you'd stay at home on that day, wouldn't you? But, ah, but most accidents happen in the home. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's what happened. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, shit, better stay at home. And that's how it works. That's right. And there's <laughs> all their accidents. And some people are just like, um, you know the type of people that jump out of aeroplanes? On this day, they all like climb, <laughs> they all climb on top of their houses and climb ladders and, you know, stand in the middle of the road because they're like, ooh, exciting. It's accident day. Let's see what can happen. Yeah, those people who jump out of aeroplanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, um, terrorists. Parachutists. <laughs> Well, if I was a terrorist, I would definitely jump out before I hit a building. I'd be like, wait a second, what do I need to be on the plane? This is ridiculous. Yeah, give me a, para- give me a parachute, fuck's sake. Mm. I'm not sure you can parachute out of a jet plane, though. I think that they might move a bit too fast for parachuting out of. Right. <laughs> I think I think that, I don't know. I don't know. I feel don't like they press, you, maybe you, you just get sucked button, into the engine you? or something. I think you press a button <laughs> and like, you, you go pew, out of the top, don't you? That Those, um, I mean, those are fighter jets and stuff although yeah. I suppose they move quite fast as well I don't know but no I read not long ago that when you like when if you do eject from an aeroplane well like as Boeing 747 no like a, if you're a fighter pilot okay. you know and you, and you have to eject like yeah. in movies they do that and then their, their, their parachute goes and they float down and everything's fine yeah. but apparently if you have to do that you're getting injured like badly mm. and might die because it's not actually that groovy after all it's really dangerous and like a last resort kind of thing right okay I see so maybe movies have lied to us for a change yeah <laughs> about how things work I mean movies everything lies to us and it's like you just said um, mm. if you're on a regular plane like a 
Boeing 747 and it starts going yeah. wobbly and you have to jump out, you will immediately get sucked into the engine like a duck. And then you... <laughs> it's like, and you that's, that's the worst part. I mean, just being sucked into the engine, that's bad. Yeah. Right? But having, having to turn into a duck first, that's just added yeah. trauma, isn't it? Mm. You're like, fucking hell, I was, I, I was able to fly for the first time. I was pretty excited about being a duck. I, mean, I, was, just, I was surprised, yeah. admittedly, but yeah. I was looking forward to eating all that bread and exploding. Exploding. That was good. Mm. I was so excited about that. And then I got sucked into their jet engine and died. died. Flipping, very upsetting. And how am I? How am I doing this narration? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Gallifrey. That's why. Yeah, I'm on Gallifrey. A talking duck. I'm a talking duck on Gallifrey. That's that's what I am. <laughs> yeah. All right. So so that's what we've what we've understood from this first lot. Well, the first first phrase. Hmm. Is that it was the day of the month in Future World mm. where everybody has their accidents to get them out of the way so they can you know enjoy the rest of the month. Yeah. Would though, wouldn't it? Because like, if you knew that the accidents only happened on that one day, you could take major risks the rest of the month, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like in sci-fi when someone gets a prophecy or oh, yeah, sees the yeah. future that they're gonna. Do- well, it happens in Hitchhiker's Guide, doesn't it? But I keep seeing that in things where someone's got something that means they can't die. Yeah. For a period of time, and so they, you know, so they start taking risks. We were like, yeah, well, it's not accident day, and then someone else would be like, yeah, but you're doing it deliberately. Yes. <laughs> That, yeah. that that's that's not going to be an accident. You it's just not. jumped off you off the roof of your house. That wasn't an accident. accident that was stupidity. Yeah. It was one of those days when people kept having accidents. I knew, I knew because I had just fallen in some cow stuff. Cow stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're 11. You're not allowed to say words like shit, are you? You know that. You know you're not. Al- I tell you what, this is the well, problem. We don't know. You don't know that it means shit. It's the future. <laughs> cow stuff it's could be anything. Cow's belongings, <laughs> yeah. like their radio. They may have. They may have overthrown the human race. They might be our overlords. <laughs> oh no, I found some cow stuff. They're going to punish me now. They sent me to room one, moo one. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not room one, move one. That, that's where the worst thing in the world is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what I was thinking is, oh, yeah. um, when you're eleven, yeah. you know you're not allowed to say poo or shit in like an English class, mm. right? But you, maybe you're also not totally clear what the acceptable term is. Either. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because they're a bit complicated and mm. tend to have French roots and stuff. You know, it's like, oh, I need the Latin-based word. Uh, for for shit, and I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. Or some weird polite form that's like euphemistic, so you're, you're just not familiar with it. So you end up writing something like stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, in the future, yeah. like adults get confused about whether or not cows have taken over <laughs> the, the world. Yeah. And if you fell in their belongings, like their radio and stuff, their future radio, yeah. and now you're going to have to be taken to room one move on and have rats put on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right so... Um, I knew it was accident day because I had just fallen in some cow stuff. And when I tried to clean myself, I fell into the bigger log. (laughs) 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 And got all dirty again. Oh, no. (laughs) So, sequence of events. Uh, first, I fell in some cow stuff, yeah. just like hanging out in the fields, falling in cow stuff. Mm. I mean, that like as a as a Londoner now, that sounds like completely ridiculous. But actually, growing up in in you know in Co or near Coville in yes. the countryside, falling in cow stuff was a bit of an everyday uh, danger, wasn't it? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, it could happen. I don't know whether it happened very often, but I mean, it was a possibility. Where I um, where I grew up, after I moved away from where you mm. lived, um, down the bottom of our lane was just a farm and there were yes. fields with That's loads right, of cows yeah. in. You know this because we, we saved, saved one one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you want to tell uh, Mr. <laughs> listener, Miss Listener and Mix Listener what, uh, what we did that day? Um, uh, there was an upside down cow. <laughs> it was upside and down. And we turned it round. <laughs> we we, uh, we couldn't turn it around because it was too, they're quite heavy, aren't no. they? So we phoned well, the vet. There was basically um, like the field was had like a essentially a kind of valley, didn't it? You'd mm. like the bottom of our lane. You'd go into the field and it would be a slope down to a stream, mm. and then on the other side a slope up again. Yeah, right. So the stream's down at the bottom, and a cow had fallen into the stream. Mm. Like it looked like while it was trying to get the, across the kind of person bridge, the thin the yes. thin single plank kind of person bridge, and. Was it like midway through giving yeah, birth or something? Yeah, like right? another cow hanging out of it. Yeah, it was it was terrifying, right? Mm. It was like, well, we're not ready for this. We're too young <laughs> to see this kind of thing. Mm. Uh, and so we, yeah, you're right. It was a cow. We were children, basically, weren't we? We were like maybe fourteen or something. Yeah, we were the type of people that were happy to have that cow between two pieces of cob. But we didn't want to see it upside down in the stream with another cow coming out. There's something weirdly wrong about saying two pieces of cob. Yeah, two cob slices. Cob is yeah. a bread. Cob is a bread roll. Everyone in Leicester, in Leicestershire, cob is a bread roll. Yeah, yeah, or or a male swan. <laughs> yeah, and also weirdly, you can sweat cobs. That's strange, isn't it? Because like you're, you're so hot that male swans and bread rolls are coming out of you. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Leicestershire's like. Though it's a weird place, <laughs> but. We went for a walk. Mm. It was when we were writing our brilliant 12-hour-long play. Magnum opus. Smoogle, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the alien came to Earth and lots of scientists dissected him. Yeah, that we were very sure the school was going to put on as the end-of-year play. <laughs> no, no doubt about that. And we, we, I think we probably had a break, right? We've been writing hard all day, working hard, go for a little walk, get uh, clear your head kind of thing. Find a distressed cow upside down in a stream with another cow coming out of it. Mm. What are we going to do? We can't turn a cow over. Even if we were strong enough, we wouldn't know how or how not to injure it, especially when it's got a second cow hanging out of it. Yeah. So we kind of, yeah, we went home and started, I think we probably did. We, no, we tried to ring the farm first and they were like on holiday or something weird, oh, right. right? Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, they may be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we did end up ringing like a vet and they, I don't know, I don't know if they kind of sorted it themselves. They probably contacted the person who needed to because they mm. might have known the deal and, and it got sorted. Yeah. I can't remember if I remember seeing it or I imagined it, but wasn't there like a big kind of like vehicle that came and like picked the cow up? I don't remember that. I think you might have imagined that. Because I don't think we went and, and hung out down there, did we? I don't think we've sat and waited for the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a point when the vet probably said, don't worry, we'll take care of it. And we were like, good. Back okay, we can, we can get back to our child lives now. <laughs> <laughs> When I tried to clean myself, I fell into the bigger log and got all dirty again. Mm. So I had a shath. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what made me think, right? Because it's not a bath, it's a shath. Yeah. Which I think means, like, it's a bath when you have a shit in it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's like when you know when kids are like do a, do yeah. have a crap in the bath kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh, now he's in. He's having. Where's where's uh, where's where's Bobby? Oh, he's having a mm. he's having a shath at the moment. Oh no, drain the water and get him to cl- get him to have a shower instead. Yes. Or I mean, like in this instance, maybe it just means a, a bath where you wash off all the shit that you've got on you because you fell in the cow <laughs> shit and then you fell in yes. the bigger log. So that could be true. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So I had a I had a shath. Um, because I was covered in shit. Mm. <laughs> but we don't. We actually think it's a cross between a shower and a bath, don't we? So I had a shath. Also, what is this? <laughs> if it is... <laughs> if it is bath, if it is shower and bath, right? Yeah. What? I mean, I've got a... I've got a shaft basically because yeah. like, I've got a bath with a shower over it. Yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, Do I have a shaft every day? Because mm. <laughs> it's not like it's not just a shower; it's in a bath. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're shafting. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so I had a shaft, <laughs> and, uh, and I was and I was clean again. When I got home, strange things started happening. Oh, by the way, my name is Johnza. <laughs> Future John. Yeah. Future John, yeah. Future John. Yeah, I remember this. I remember this from the first oh time we read God. this one. That Johnza is one of the most amazing things because you <laughs> love the name John so much. But when you wrote a future story, you're like, well, I mean, it's set almost 200 years in the future. Man. I can't possibly say they're called John. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know, future John feels a bit of a cop out. <laughs> what if I say Johnza? That's a sci fi name. Got a Z in it. Anyway, so, by the way, my name is Johnza, brackets. Well, you're probably not interested anyhow. Wow. Johnza's got some, like, issues. Nobody cares about little Johnza. <laughs> not poor Johnza. I go around telling people my name's Johnza, and they're like, no, it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. No one's called Johnza. Your name's John. <laughs> Just stop, stop complaining. Now go away, you stink of cow stuff. <laughs> and bigger log stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These strange... Oh, he said strange things were... He said strange things started happening, right? Mm. Oh, by the way, my name's Johnza. These strange things were stuff like the bigger log blowing up and wow. the typosa breaking down. Oh, not the typosa. The typosa sounds a bit like a, some kind of dictaphone. Or, no, what do you call it? The person that works in a court. <laughs> Stenographer. Yeah, the stenographer. That's a type of say, isn't it? Because you type what I say. Mm. All right. So my stenographer broke down. <laughs> Started crying. <laughs> like, why do you? Why do you want me here? I don't know why I'm here. You're you're a child. Now just keep writing down everything I say while I describe exactly what's happening to me. Oh, by the way, my name's Johnza. <laughs> just in case you thought it was Howard, because it isn't. Okay, it's Johnza. Johnson. I changed it. Mm. So you have the bigger log blowing up and the typer say breaking down. Mm. Similar complaints were coming from the d- Dipanites oh, no. next door. The Dipanites next door. And several Loverlands had made a strike in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be anything. Couldn't it? I mean, yeah, I think you're just like, look, words when, and just... when you've got an eleven-year-old um, who doesn't understand anything about society or anything about machines or explosions, and then yeah. you add to it a load of made-up words, what you get is utter nonsense, I suppose. Yeah, they made a strike. Yeah, you know, I've heard of Neil Kinnock, so probably some <laughs> love for nodes are making a strike somewhere. <laughs> Neil Kinnock. Yeah, Neil Kinnock. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, good one. I mean, I mean, he was tangentially involved, I, agree, I, I admit, but I'm not sure he's the main actor. Uh, we grew yeah. up around the miners' strike, you know. We should know all about that. <laughs> like our families were involved in that. Hmm. <laughs> Similar complaints were coming from the 
Dipanites next door mm. and several Lovellons had made a strike in the street. Mm. Then everything went silent. Ooh. The people in the streets disappeared what? and then several houses blew up. Oh, shit. After that, everything was normal again. <laughs> yeah, accident days <laughs> over. It's gone with our lives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah. I crept outside. No one was around. I went round some houses to see if anyone was there, but it seemed like I was the only person left. I decided I should go down to the TV studio yeah. and find out whether anyone had turned up there. <laughs> I decided to go down to the TV studio and start making Doctor Who. Because <laughs> it had been cancelled, so I wanted to make some more of it. <laughs> Since there was nobody around to stop me, I was going to go make it. And I was going to play him, and I was going to play a woman, and we weren't going to kiss. <laughs> but then I got there and found myself kissing myself, so I cried and <laughs> rang my dad. <laughs> So I went to the TV studio to find out whether anyone had turned up there. On my way, I saw not a single person, mm. and the studio was the same. Well, I thought so until I heard Sasro and Gavroch speaking. Sasro and Gavroch. Maybe it's a new Gavroch. Gavroch. Gavroch is a, uh, Gavroche. Is, a, is a character from Les Miserables, so it's probably Gavroch. OK, OK. So Sasro and Gavroch speaking. And they came up to me and said that, Everyone had disappeared, and I told the same story. We, brackets, us three, mm -hmm. set off <laughs> to find out to find out the cause. Suddenly, Sasro shouted, brackets, tongue twister, look up there. Oh, suddenly Sasro shouted is the tongue twister. I was, okay, expecting, right, a, yeah, no. I was expecting a tongue twister after <laughs> okay. it, and it's like, look Get up it. there, <laughs> say that three times fast. Uh, okay, look up suddenly there, look up there, Sasro shouted, you need you. <laughs> New York, unique New York. You know you need unique New York. Shut up, Sasro. <laughs> this is not the time for tongue twisters. So Sasro shouted, look up there. Hmm. He pointed to a strange object, triangular shape. He's pointed to a strange object, triangular shape. <laughs> it's, it's a UFO. Brackets, unidentified flying object, in case you didn't know. <laughs> He shouted. <laughs> I don't know if he shouted that <laughs> He did do, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a UFO, brackets, unidentified <laughs> flying object, in case you didn't know. <laughs> he shouted. Yeah, no, that's not what it stands for. It stands for unidentified flying. Ooh. <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> mm. Yeah. It zoomed down fast at us, firing strange beams of light. Oh, shit. Out of the beams came lots of creatures, like flies. <laughs> Weird fly-like type things. <laughs> yeah. flies. It shot flies at us. <laughs> yeah. Shot shooting flies. We brackets us three. Oh, no. Got our got out our KF splatting machines. <laughs> we got out our KF splatting machines. Kill fly splatting started, machines. Yeah, and started killing off the creatures. Good job we were all carrying fly swatters in the future. It's 2070, 2172, where everyone's got a fly swatter in their back pocket. Well, you've got that problem of um, unidentified flying objects turning up and shooting flies at you. You're going to carry a, yeah. a, a KF splatting machine, aren't you? This, um, I don't know, this story, uh, this is the most made-up-as-it-went-along story ever, isn't it? I've, not it really got is, any, yeah. I've got no target in mind. I just started no, writing, no. and it's like, and, OK, aliens turned up. I feel that's, yeah, I feel that's true on two levels because i think that's true of the story but it's also true of most of the sentences as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you start a sentence you have no idea where it's going to go mm. 
Uh, and also the story, yeah, because like suddenly there's three people, so mm. two people were there, so now we're now we're a team. Yeah. Then a, a UFO turns up and it starts <laughs> shooting flies, flies at us. So we got out our splatting <laughs> machines <laughs> to slot the flies. Yeah. Um, so we started killing off the creatures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and soon we brackets us three yeah. had defeated the creatures. Obviously, they brackets whoever was in the UFO oh, decided they could not kill us that way. So they, brackets, no. things in UFO, I mean, yeah, they can't. shot lasers at us. They definitely could not kill you by, like, you know, la- launching some flies at you. <laughs> Shooting flies in your direction. Unless. <laughs> yeah. Unless because, Irritate you, yeah. Unless all that cow stuff you landed in and you went in the bigger log, that the, the flies thought you were some shit and ate you. Maybe, That's, yeah, the, only, maybe that's the only possibility there. Maybe this UFO, yeah. uh, like, can, like, identify your biggest weakness. Mm. <laughs> It's like, in fact, it's the it's the computer from the end of Superman three because that's right. what um, that's what Richard Pryor says it's going to do. It'll find you, and that's why it can shoot kryptonite lasers at, at Superman because it finds your weakness and it exploits it. So shoots a beam of light with whatever's going to get you. Yeah, yeah. And this guy's covered in shit, so like flies are going to eat him. Then <laughs> get a load of flies at him. Once once he's dead, it's going to shoot some guns at the other. <laughs> <two>. <laughs> Their yeah. biggest weakness is guns. <laughs> anyway, so they brackets, things in UFO, shot lasers at us, it's true, found their weakness of lasers. We ran for cover. After several hours, they, brackets, aliens, stopped firing (laughs) and left. We've talked about this before, and I've said much the same thing, I'm sure, Mm. that I feel this um, discomfort and fear about using pronouns. Mm. Um, When you're you're writing a story and you're not very, you know, you're not very proficient yet because you're 11 and you're like, well, I'm writing he or we or they, but is it clear who I mean? And you, because you're not ready to structure sense. I mean, in this it actually is because there's only two groups of people and it's we and they and it's really not that difficult, but you're still nervous about it. So you're like, oh no, I better better make it clear by putting in brackets. When I say we, I mean us three. And when I say they, I mean the aliens in the UFO or the things in the UFO. And I I remember that same feeling. Mm -hmm. I I empathise strongly with you. That's why I always go through (laughs) all of my things afterwards and replace he with Gret Benchley. (laughs) I just use find and replace. (laughs) <laughs> it's just very confusing when you've got any other male characters in yeah. your stories. Or the words Suddenly the... they're all called Grubby Suddenly to Grubby To yeah. I mean, the letters H-E appear in a lot <laughs> yeah. of words. So uh, we ran for cover. After several hours, they, brackets aliens, <sighs> stopped firing and left. Okay. I got out my stove. <laughs> no, it's it's in inverted commas. Like, it's a weird thing, but it's it's a list. It's I got out my stove, saucepan... Bottle of water, and this one is weird. My oh no, it isn't. I thought it said Spock boiling bag. <laughs> it said Spock. I thought it said Spock boiling bag. <laughs> Spock boiling bag. Yeah. <laughs> I got up my Spock. <laughs> Spock that seems uh, that bag. seems illogical, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Spock wasn't there, so I put it away again. <laughs> no, it says three pack boiling bag, which is marginally. Less weird, but not a lot. <laughs> so he got out his stove, saucepan, bottle of water, and my three-pack boiling bag, and we had one course each. All right, so it's some kind of it's some kind of some kind of future meal, like yeah. packet meal, but it's a bit more complicated than than most. Like it's like you know, I just I just got my instant meal, but I would still have to boil it in water with fire. Gas stove, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a stove, saucepan, water, and magic future food, and then boiled it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what you you could have had pasta. It would have been the same. <laughs> yes. Thing. 
and we had one course each. Then we fell asleep. Mm -hmm. When we woke up, we found we were in some kind of surgic room. Well, shit, not a surgic oh, room. Oh, no, we're in a surgic room. <laughs> we decided we must have been in the UFO. We must... Yeah, OK. We must have been in the... We decided that we were in the UFO, basically. <laughs> decided. I've decided to be in the UFO. Uh, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> After some time, some strange-looking things flew in the room we were in. It said... <laughs> yeah, well done. It said... Hvile, ye earthlings. Vit is ye nerves. And it's kind of spelt like that. It's like, hello, yo earthlings, what is ya nerves? Oh, wow. So I've decided, hvile, ye earthlings. Vit is ye nerves. My name is Gavroche, said Gavroche. <laughs> My name is Sasro. Said Sasro. Yeah. And I said, my name was John, sir. And then the alien <laughs> said, no, it isn't. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. Your name's not John, sir. Stop yeah. being stupid. No, and, and the things left. Wow. Five minutes. Five minutes. I mean, you've written five. You, this, this has been corrected. It's an, a rare. I should, I should talk about it because it's a rare correction wow. by Mr. Cotton. Oh, yeah. Because you have written five minutes went. Mm -hmm. um, but you haven't written went by, mm. so he's changed it to five minutes past. Right. Past right. what? Five minutes past 12? <laughs> he's fucked up there, hasn't he? Yeah, he's made a real mistake there, idiot. Five minutes past. The things came in and led us out of the room and into another. The leader of them said to me, Do you want some grub? Do you want some grub? Because they, they, they say grub, yeah, these aliens. I said, yeah. Uh, no, okay, so he's trying to speak the same language. So I said, yeah, E-D-V-E. <laughs> yeah, I do. Yes. Yeah, I do. Then they left again. After another five minutes, they came in with five-pack boiling bags. <laughs> Ready, done. That's better, because it was only three-pack boiling bags before. Right? And this is five-pack <laughs> boiling bags and that. That's a bigger packet of instant noodles. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they came in with five pack boiling bags, ready done. Oh. The leader said, <laughs> Get that down, yeah. <laughs> and we soon did. We were all starved. Mm. All right, so, okay, it's got a brilliant picture here. It's got a picture of the leader and the leader's men, all right? And what I know from this picture is that the leader appears to be a different species to <laughs> the rest of the aliens. Because take a look, there's the leader at the top. Yeah. He's a dog, he's a green dog. <laughs> and the leader's men are like jellies with eye stalks sticking out the top. <laughs> the leader said his name was Sir Unferocious Bandersnatcher. And his three men were called One, Two and Three. Mm-hmm. He also said he was after a group of dangerous Vlads. Oh, no. He said he had mistaken us for Vlads. That is why he shot at us. The Vlads had took the other humans hostage. And here's a picture of a Vlad. And I think we can all see why he might um, mistake you for a Vlad. Because it's a kind of rectangle with a triangular <laughs> bit cut out of its head. Gavroche, Sasro and me teamed up with the aliens to defeat the Vlads. <laughs> you know, so every now and again you turn to Greta Binchley for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I have noticed that. 
sometime later. <laughs> sometime later, all of us heard noises outside the UFO, so we went to investigate. As soon as we stepped out of the UFO, mm. approximately ten Vlads charged at us. Roll a dice. If you roll a six, you defeat the Vlads. <laughs> The leader fought two Vlads. Oh, God. His men fought one Vlad each. each. Yeah, 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 Sasro yeah, yeah. He fought, fought one, and me and Gavroche fought two oh, each. Yeah, I am cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fighting two Vlads. Everyone um, fought one except you, Gavroche, and the leader who all, all took two each. Again, you, you accidentally made ten Vlads and then realised that was too many. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is Jack Sergis all over again. <laughs> two of the Vlads ran into a butcher shop where the leader fought yeah. them. Yeah. In fact, it's, have, yeah, it is. Yeah. In, <laughs> no, it actually is, right? Because in Jack's turkeys, there's three groups of two, right? That is exactly the same. Because let's let's work this out. Let's, yeah. I'm sorry, everybody, but we're going to have to revisit Jack's turkeys again. Mm. All right, so the leader fought two. That's the butcher's shop. Mm. Then um, Gavroche fought two. Mm. That's the, the taking a dip in the Thames. Mm -hmm. All right, and then three, um, three men fought one each. Mm. So that is um, getting on a barbecue, mm. getting in a tramp sack and getting in a car. car. <laughs> right? So um, that makes... I don't think this is going to work out at all. I think you've got your numbers right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you definitely have. And then... Um, me and Gavroche fought two each. So, yeah, so we did Gavroche. And then you have the two in the poultry house. Mm. And then no one... But, but that's, that's, that makes sense because one of the Vlads, was, did, he didn't get fought, and so he ran back into the spaceship yeah, and had boar's head with boar, yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's what happened to the tenth one. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, that makes sense. It was, it was one, two, and three, wasn't it? There was, yeah, because there's a picture of three of them here. I think you just... You've got... Um, one missing, but maybe we'll, maybe we'll find out about that missing one later. But it is oh, exactly worry, so. the it is exactly the distribution of Jack's turkeys. Mm. You had to have three pairs so you could come up with enough um, fates for these Vlads. All right, so number two got injured, so Sasro took on that Vlad. The, oh, number two, the the leader's men. <laughs> number two, um, so so Sasro took on that Vlad. The leader threw us some laser. The, the leader threw us some laser guns to us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should have given it them earlier. Brackets number one, three, Sastro, Gavroche and me. Oh, God. <laughs> Just to, <laughs> so, so, like, that's some impressive throwing, to yeah, be fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the... He didn't throw it to the Vlad, but... <laughs> <that's... laughs> when I say us, I don't mean them. Yeah. <laughs> OK? I don't mean them. And together, we defeated the Vlads. Hooray. Except the one who went back into Jack's garden and had boar's head for yeah. Christmas dinner with him. Yeah, we took great pity on that, Vlad. <laughs> the next thing to do was to sneak up on to the Vladu, brackets the Vlad ship. Sasro stayed behind with number two. <laughs> Sasro stayed behind with number two. He needed the toilet. What is that? What is this? <laughs> no, no. Oh, right. <laughs> Because Sastro would stay behind with number two. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That sounds like a, a future yeah. euphemism. Uh, yeah, Sastro, yeah. I'm just going to... Do you mind if I stay behind and look after number two? <laughs> yeah. Like, and number two's confused. He's like, oh, do, I have to, do I have to stay here as well? No, no, you can come with us, number two. But he said, uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, it means he's having a shit. I've invented too shit. many characters, so this one's going to stay at home <laughs> and take a shit and not come on the adventure. You have, again, because you, you always, always do, until you finally learned hmm? when you wrote Forget Me Not and just went, <laughs> two, two. Two's enough. <laughs>
You must have, like, I mean, this, obviously this one was not planned, but even when you planned it, you're like, right, I'm going to plan a story about mm. some kids who go on a bus trip. So how many characters do I think? <laughs> 28. <laughs> 28 characters should be the right number, I think. Yeah. Okay, now all their names. I'd better make a list because otherwise I'm not going to remember them and say what their character is. Okay, Alison, <laughs> yeah. timid sod. <laughs> all right, that's loud her character. Loudmouth cow. Uh, yeah, yeah, and loudmouth cow. Like, uh, utter bastard. <laughs> Marcus Peabody, utter chimp. I'm just it's just what's, what's my insult for these but then actually you haven't changed that much have you because when we write Gret Binchley mm-hmm. chapters particularly where the ones that we write with them um, with our secret gang guest starring oh, in only, them only that's the only ones we do true but that's what you do to them mm. just insult them and that's what you've always done how do I insult this character mm. he was an idiot <laughs> she she was loud <laughs> alright so um Sasro stayed behind with number two to help him. Oh, because number two got injured. And the rest of us sad crept onto the Vlad's UFO. And the rest of us sad crept onto the Vlad's UFO. <laughs> it's not a UFO anymore, is it? I mean, you don't, when you say it's the Vlad's UFO, that is that is identified. Yeah. And also, it's, the, not, it's flying, not flying at the moment. Parked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I- identified parked object. <laughs> so we went onto the... Um, we sad crept under the Vlad's UFO. There were two guards. Mm. The leader and I defeated them, mm. and we all went onto the UFO. Okay. We split up. Mm-hmm. I went with the leader, mm-hmm. and Gavroche went with numbers one and three. Mm-hmm. The leader and I soon found all the humans. All of them? They were frozen in blocks of ice. <laughs> Brilliant. The leader and I plugged in some burn paper and oh, melted the fuck ice. Fuck off. <laughs> to be off. fair to young you Plugged in you started out making paper. up making up a lot of words and then kind of got bored of that yeah. <laughs> you got sick of that on the first page I got so bad at it that I was thinking you can plug paper <laughs> in it's like burn paper burn paper lit some burn paper or turned the heating on I don't know no this is probably gonna, presumably this is going to melt the ice quickly and also in a way that doesn't just kill all the people that are already dead in there <laughs> uh, we plugged in some burn paper and melted the ice. Numbers one and three and Gavroche said they had set off a bomb. Oh, so everyone better get off the UFO. <laughs> oh, fucking oh, hell. Wow. Also, they did that before they knew <laughs> that they'd got all the, all the people with their burn paper. <laughs> now, presumably they're communicating with each other. They've got all the people off and the other guys are blowing up the evil ship that's trying to kidnap the entire human race. Mm-hmm. Headed by Mr. Freeze of the Vlads. Although, yeah. <laughs> Although it doesn't say they'd set a bomb, it says they'd set off a bomb. And that means yeah, it exploded, exploded already. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we blew up the ship. <laughs> <laughs> We're all dead now. Anyway, do you want to ghost off to <laughs> ghost off to heaven or should we go and analyse some boys? What do you reckon? You reckon? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 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 everyone better get off the UFO. The leader led us off the UFO. Every single human from Earth followed behind it. Literally, wow. is every single human from Earth shit followed all behind. in one place on all on that spaceship. Yeah. Do you think that would one make? Do, that would put the uh, the Earth office axis? Would it if all of a sudden <laughs> everybody was in one place? I suspect not, <laughs> but okay. I, I don't know. I have no Maybe idea. Maybe a, a lot of the, the weight of eight billion people suddenly all yeah. all in Coville. Sure. I think would. Uh, <laughs> But the thing is, I'm not sure how 
I think we have a high opinion of ourselves, humans, and actually we're not that heavy after all. Right. <laughs> Compared to the world. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're quite insignificant. I think so. Okay. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Maybe maybe it is. Maybe maybe the Earth would fly off into space and get lost forever. <laughs> okay. So um, every single human from Earth followed behind. Every single human. Okay, this is weird. No, this is weird. I'm reading the correction because there is a correction here. But it seems you've written every single human from Thailand. But Thailand is spelled... I say that out loud and realise that it sounds like a, a country. But it's T-I-E. <laughs> Thai. T-I-E land. Yes. And your teacher has crossed it out and written Earth. Oh. But surely... If you've written Thailand, it's because you've made up a place, right? <laughs> yeah, or, not, or misspelled because, Thailand. One or the other. But or that, Not yeah, because I yeah. meant the entire population of the planet Earth, yeah. No, you meant every single human from, like, a, a town So it's or Mr a, Cotton that doesn't, doesn't understand that that would throw the Earth off its axis, that it wasn't young Howard. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what... Could, have you got any idea what Thailand might be? If you could think... Like, for, imagine you're a kid and you'd probably... To be honest, we were Coville kids. We've probably never heard of Thailand, the yeah. country. yeah. So you've probably invented this from scratch. Thai, like a, something you wear well, it or was something a, you do. It was, like, it was one of those tiny shops, wasn't it? You got an airport, it's Thailand. I think. <laughs> All the humans from that shop where they sell ties. <laughs> Three people. Yeah, that's weird that he's chosen to... Why would you Why would you read the word Thailand and think, oh, well, this child probably misspelt the word uh. Earth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's none of the... Almost none of the that letters is weird, from isn't it? Didn't, there. didn't correct it to Thailand. Um... I mean, didn't correct most of the mistakes in your... Um, in your writing, and I'd say also one of the things. One of the thing. I'm a teacher, right? Yeah. One of the things that we do is you don't necessarily correct every single mistake, right? Because that oh, can, yeah, especially Mr. if a person certainly makes a lot abided of by that rule. <laughs> but you do correct some, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, also, one. if you correct every single mistake, it can be a bit like a bit a bit dispiriting, a bit mm -hmm. kind of demotivating for someone who's those like, oh fuck, I've made a lot of mistakes. So what you do is you pick out. The the useful mistakes, mm. or really really important, the repeated mistakes. Yeah. Because like you can misspell you can misspell a word once while kind of knowing how it's normally spelt, right? You, I see writing from students who spell a word correctly most of the time and then get it what get it wrong once, mm -hmm. um, which is just a mistake. But you constantly write off with one f, like set off <laughs> set off has one f, and you do that almost every time, and he hasn't corrected you once. <laughs> And that is that is something that needs correcting because you need to learn that. And I don't. I suspect that Mr. Cotton mm. did not know the, di ah. the difference between of and off. Mm. And also that he might have been quite strange because he thought when you wrote Thailand, you meant Earth. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly didn't think you meant Thailand, the country. Damn. And was like, <laughs> that would at least make some sense. Now, there's no reason for that. Either you think it's a made-up place or you think it's misspelling of Thailand. You don't think, oh, he means Earth. I need to call Mr. Cotton and ask him what the fuck he was thinking. Uh, so anyway, I'm going back to the original because I have more respect for young Howard than I do for old Mr. Cotton. Thank you. <laughs> so um, the leader led us off the UFO. or led. Sorry, the leader led us of the UFO, <laughs> yeah. I, sh I should say, yeah. because that's what it says. And Mr. Cotton did not correct it, so it must be right. Mm -hmm. um, every single human from thailand followed including behind. gary glitter <laughs> <laughs> we just reached to safety didn't correct that we just reached to safety when the vlad's ufo vlad's with no possessive apostrophe also a very common mistake that he never corrects blew up the leader 
Gavroche, Sasro, numbers one, two, and three, and me. He corrected me to I. He likes doing that one. Oh, That's yeah. a, a repeated mistake that he likes to correct. He's basically just a pedant. That's what he was. Yeah, but a pedant about some things and not others, which is what pedants are, isn't yeah. it? Because pedants tend, often, I think, tend to be people who have worked out a couple of rules and are really fucking proud of it. Like, they know a couple of things, and especially if it's a couple of things that other most people, yeah. or a lot of people, don't know. Like, people get very excited about the fact that they know the difference between there, there, and there. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, well done. One of the, That's super fucking basic. And, yeah, a lot of people don't care. It's not actually that you're more intelligent than them. It's that you care about something stupid, and they don't. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah, the difference between your and your. That I mean, yeah, well done for knowing something super fucking basic. Mm-hmm. But when you corrected that person about how they spelt your and your, mm-hmm. you also made three other fucking mistakes because you're not that fucking clever. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe don't correct people. Maybe just leave people the fuck alone. But, I mean, it is his job to correct people. To be fair to him, yeah, <laughs> that is his job. And I suspect he's not doing, he's not doing enough of it. In well, fact, we never really like... doing too much. I think he's know, not doing enough. You just, because they're a teacher, you just assume that they're smart and everything. But, I mean, I guess a lot of teachers yeah. aren't. And maybe he wasn't qualified. No, maybe, look, I mean, yeah. you know, I have proof right here, right? <laughs> proof right here. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he's corrected um, me to I, but he hasn't corrected the comma that separates the subject from the verb, which is also wrong. But um, the leader, Gavroche Sasro, numbers one, two and three and I, Mm -hmm. comma, became famous all over the world. Wow. Or perhaps I should say the universe. Everyone was saved and the leader, numbers one, two and three, said they would pop over to Earth every now and again. The end. All right, now the score. Do you want to guess? Can you? Do you want to guess what score you got out, got for this? I mean, it doesn't deserve nineteen. I mean, I would, you know, it was. I'm going to give you a clue. It did not get nineteen. Okay, twelve. No, because it doesn't seem to be out of twenty. Because Mr. Cotton was completely insane, right, and just like really random with his scoring. As far as I can tell, you got thirty-eight out of two hundred and sixty-three. <laughs> That's what it says. Wow. 38 out of 263 and a merit. Shit. Usually he just puts the number. I've seen 38 before and we decided that was the same as 19 because for some reason he'd gone 38 out of 40. We've got no proof of that. We've got no sense of what his numbers are out of until this story. This is the first (laughs) time he seems to have written what it's out of. And I think the big surprise here is that all along it's been out of 263. Well, And most of your stories were evaluated as dis- deserving 19 out of 263, <laughs> except this one, which was twice as good. Yes. <laughs> Little Howard dreamed of being a writer So he sat in front of every night But everything he wrote was fucking shite, yeah Woman of a no Was writer in the world. 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 But on the first page of this, you've like, you've written something. I have just started at Castle Rock High School and I have the extreme good fortune to be in Mr Cotton's class. If I had been unlucky, I might have ended up with Mrs Sewell or even worse, Mr Bailey. Both of these are mad. <laughs> and indeed, Mr Bailey has been known to hang children up by their thumbs for even making one spelling mistake. Mr Cotton, however, is extremely kind and I am lucky to be in the class of someone so wonderful and modest. <laughs> Never correct spelling mistakes. Yeah, and then no one's corrected this one because it doesn't seem to be a thing. And then you've given yourself 29 out of 30. Oh, and what? then you've written poop, 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 poop. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this episode of The Worst Writer in the World. If you would like more entertaining audio stuff by us, then go to patreon.com slash manbycow, where there is so much you will shit yourself. <laughs> you will immediately shit yourself with fear that you just don't have the time in your life to listen to it. Like even even if you do absolutely mm. nothing else, mm. then you just won't have time, and you'll want to because it's all amazing. Mm-hmm. And at, at least I'd say the worst thing on there is twenty times better than today's episode. It's like no way you can quantify, like you can check that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can say that with impunity because how could you possibly objectively check that? Well, there is one way to try at least, and that's go to Patreon yeah. and. Sign up for as little as two dollars a month and immediately get your hands on like years of back catalogue. Yeah, please do it. Please do it. And if you're that guy <laughs> I uh, saw in the barbican the other day, please just join. Please. Yeah, if you've been, if you're one of those people who've been like thinking about it for a while, mm. you know, oh yeah, I must get round to that, and and still haven't. Just think about firstly, think about how happy you'll make us when your name pops up. We'll be very very happy. Mm. And secondly, think about how happy you'll be when you get to hear us guffing on for hours and hours Mm. about just ridiculous, ridiculous stuff. Mm. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Milk. He's a stupid, suck-ass, rubbish writer.